hustlers, road players, tournament champions. Hear the stories, get their advice, learn about their lives. Our host, Joey Ryan, brings you an inside look at the professional pool player. You're listening to the Pool Player Podcast, brought to you by Pool Scene 365. Welcome in the booth to Mr. Eagle Eye. Jason Shaw. What's up, Jason? What's up, guys? We're just checking out this match here with Fedor and David. Looks like Fedor is going to take the first set. What do you think about this format, Jason? Um, it's tough. I, right? see, I see a <laughs> smile on his face. No comment. <laughs> um, no, listen, it's quick. You know what I mean? Um, what they else are going to do? They can't run a tournament in four days um, doing longer races, so I think first to five would be decent, but four's like it's cutthroat. Yeah, um, that's a good you know, word. I like I that. I played a guy yesterday, and the guy had two shots. I run the last two racks of the first set, and then break and run the next four. <laughs> like, oh wow! I, I felt sorry for the guy. Plus the winter break, right? Yeah, so that I, makes even... I felt sorry for the guy because the guy's here just to like compete and just have a good time. You know, he's not like a top <laughs> top player, and then and he draws this guy in the first round. I'm yeah, that. so like. And I felt bad when I was running out on like poor guys, wife's like sitting there watching them. Do you think that having this format in a short race that the pressure's amped up? Yeah, for sure, because players are like used to playing a race to nine or right. eleven or whatever it may be, right? So when you lose the first couple of games, you're like, Oh, you know, pull my finger out here. I got You get, got time. I gotta get back on the ball and get myself going here. I got time to get back in the game. But now you don't have time to get back in the game. So whoever's quick out the gate, you know, and who's a fast, like, runner, like Filler or myself, I think Fedor, a few other people, I think can come out shooting fast straight away and put them under more pressure. I think you might be the first person to break and run a set out of the two tournaments they've had so far. Yeah, yesterday um, was weird. I, I broke pretty good. I wasn't making balls I wanted to. It's tough to rack. I was gonna ask. So, what what's your opinion on on how these the tables and the balls have been racking with this oh, predator rack? As first time, I seen it at the World Championships, but I think they were trying to use it there, but they end up using the magic rack. Um, so Night and day, it, though, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of weird. It makes it more interesting race to four because you could break dry a couple of times um, and lose four zero very quickly. But yeah, it's real cutthroat. So I mean, it seems like a lot of guys have. You, you don't see a traditional ten ball break from the big breakers like yourself or Fedor or, or Shane. No, I think I might start breaking from the side rail, um, trying to make the one in the side. It, okay, that's what I was going to ask. Explain that logic to me, Jason, because I saw Fedor do it at the Tucson event. I think um, when you break from the side, you got more chance of making the ten couple balls kick the 10 ball when you break from dead center and you squat the cue ball you don't make a ball you leave the one right over the corner um so i think there's a little tactical thing behind it too and if you break from the side rail and you don't make the one the one goes up the table and the cue ball goes into the side rail and back into the stack so it kind of stays down the table um it seems to turn into more of a cat and mouse game whenever because it's a lot more there's a lot more clusters all over the place as well from breaking on the side yeah, definitely. I feel like if something doesn't go in, there'll, there'll be something tied up. You got to come with a good out. I mean, in a race the four, you got to do what you can to. If you're not having that consistency, you got to figure out a way to slow them down. Yeah, of course. I'm just, 
all I'm doing is just focusing on myself. I'm not worried about um, what's it. going on. If it happens, it happens. I, I like for the last three weeks, I came home from Europe and I've only been to my business one day and there was nobody there. I went to check on it and I've been at home practicing nonstop. Um, so I, I came here, I feel really fresh. Um, I feel good. I'm not really too bothered about what's going on or the, the, the way it's set up. I'm just going to go play, enjoy myself, have a good time. Yeah. Um, well, Jason, why don't you uh, tell people about the business? Just give you an opportunity to talk about it real quick. Um, yeah, so I have my own pool room, um, US One Billiards. It's in Connecticut, um, in New Haven. And, you know, it's it's real good. I was closed there for a little while. I had some water damage, but oh, I managed boy. to get it all fixed. Um, while I was at the World Championships, oh, I had all uh, this going on. Brutal. I had phone calls every day people in checking it like drying the place you know cleaning it all out all the tiles this is what my ceiling looked like with all the tiles out it was like huh. 45 tiles missing it was kind of weird but i finally got it opened and it's doing good now i just set up a new darts room in there i'm starting darts league i have four professional dart boards um private room and i got 17 tables and a full bar with kitchen too so if you're in the area come and check it out i'll be Absolutely. having more tournaments also when i'm back i'm just busy right now yeah. so many tournaments in well, like a two month three month yeah. span it's a pretty good time in pool right now right especially yeah. after taking a, a you know 18 months off or a year and a half off whatever it is yeah so like the last five years i don't know if you look at the way the year plays out i always play well at the end of the year i yeah. always play good because there's always a run of good tournaments the internationals at the end of the year the you you had in july you had this and then after that you would have like turning stones you would have a couple of other big ones and then at the end you would have like two or three all back to back where you would just travel straight from one and go to the other i love that yeah you know because you're in stroke absolutely you're not going away and practicing and you know trying to prepare again you're just going from one tournament that you've just played and you're already in stroke and you're going to the next one you know all right so let me ask you are we going to see jason shaw this december and in alley pally i hope so um you know that's i'm i'm back playing as many tournaments as possible as um i can again i've got my pool rooms fine now where i can go and travel um and do some stuff i was going to come to the texas open but i had to leave here I had done my flight booked from New York already. Well, you were at the Shane and Dennis. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was doing commentary there. So, when I came back from there, I had to drive home thirteen hours. And when I got home, I would had to leave on the the Friday and or the Thursday, and then come back on the Monday. And my flight was out to Vegas. So, (laughs) so Jason, a lot of people when they found out that you were going to be down there for the Shane and Dennis match started like speculating. Is he kind of looking at the competition and wanting to take winner? What are your thoughts Especially, on that? Not on the bar table. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. <laughs> never, um, I would never play anybody on there for money. That's just, I, I just don't, you know, it was very hard to commentate on it because really? it was so easy. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I, there's a couple of shots and it's so easy to know where the guy's putting the cue ball, but, you know, you're doing commentary and you're just sitting there and you're like, another 100 games I've got to watch this, you know, and uh but I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, well, you got a lot it, of personality. Yeah, it was good to to watch the to battle it out. Um, you know, it was, it was fun. Um, I thought there would have been a lot more big packs put together. You know that it, it was kind of strange match. 
it was weird. Shane was putting like fours and you know threes yeah. and fives together, but I thought there would have been a real big package, but for some reason there wasn't. So who do you want to play, and what's the game? Do you know what I actually said before? I want to I want to set something up where we have events. And in between events, we have a couple of weeks off. And every month, I would like to play like one match a month. I spoke to Phil about it. Um, I would love to play one big match a month. You know, you got five matches, and you do twenty k a man. You know, at, at, at the end of it, I, I really think that the chances you're going to lose all five matches, nah. Yeah. No, no. The chances you could win five matches, yeah, possibility, but very tough. Chances you win like four and one or three and two is yeah. very good, you know, and you still make a little bit yeah. of money. Well, plus, especially a guy like you, you're back in stroke like big time. That's yeah. the that's the key like because that. now we see Shane, who's kind of like you know on r- running on all cylinders right now. That's what I mean. So before I came back from Europe, I played the GB9. I won that. I didn't play for two months. Then when I came back, I went to this bar table tournament. Now I haven't played a bar table tournament for five six years. When I went there, I, that all that was was a little confidence thing. Yeah. I was going there to win, to yeah. to give me a little boost, you know, to get myself back. Like whatever tournament's on, I'm gonna go play, you know, get that that buzz back to to go and try and just keep winning. Before, like I was going to every tournament, you know, every single tournament, and then kind of slowed down a little bit. Um, well, you got a new business. Yeah, but before that, it was more to do with a kid. My right, second kid, right. I slowed down a little bit, you know, I got to be there, take them to school, do whatever else. It's hard for just to leave my wife at home with two kids. Um, I got to sort all that stuff out first. Then I got back and I was doing good again. Priorities. Then the pool room comes along. Yeah. Then I have to, like, take a back step to that to make sure that gets where it's supposed <laughs> to be at. And now I can, like, carry on what I'm doing. And, you and know? oh, by the way, you're a top 10 player in the world and you're competing for a Moscone Cup and competing to go and, and win world titles and all that in between all those things. That yeah, are- <laughs> and, and, but you, this, is the, this is the thing. There's no other pool player that does that, though. None of them do that. They've yeah. all got, they've all got like, you know, practicing all day. They're out right. doing whatever yeah. they need to do. There's not one other pool player that does what I do. Like I, 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 I can co-sign that because kids. I've been here before two years ago when when your daughter was here hanging out. Yeah, in the crowd, like, you, know? you know, so to for me to go away and do all that while I'm away for two weeks, looking after the kids and go play my heart out and play great and do whatever it takes. You know, it's not easy with the kids. Oh, I know, especially I got- when you're in the room or you're. And you know what kids are like, you know, they, they go. She's well behaved though, man, because I know how my girls are. And your girl's just there with her tablet and she <laughs> yeah, was quiet the entire time. I, but, I mean, we don't like, bring our when, kids. <laughs> when, you're in, when you're at home, right, there's times where you're kidding, you're like, oh my God. Sure. You know, you're like, just give it, yeah, give it, I know. Give it a rest, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> For so, sure. so you can imagine I got two of them in the room and I'm like trying to prepare myself for my next match and i'm like i couldn't I, imagine i'm out of here i'm going to the gym <laughs> <laughs> gotta go and free your mind yeah like so but i enjoy it you know when i'm at tournaments i don't want to be hanging around and end up get sidetracked and go do whatever yeah you when they're there on, i'm solid on the goal you know um yeah. so now like i feel like if i can get back into that that kind of rhythm of doing the same routine i was doing before i want to ask you about routine because you know i know all players are different, but big tournament, a lot of money on the line. Take us through your morning. What did you do today? Me, today? Yeah. Uh, so I woke up at like 7. I got up. I took a shower and I walked and I went and got my wife coffee. 
Um, and then I came back to the hotel. I chilled out a little bit. Um, I just sat with the TV on and the window open, looking out onto this relaxing, relaxing and um, just watching some UFC stuff on my phone. I like watching all the interviews and stuff like that of the new fighters. There's, they just came out yesterday. They had a series contender where they get new fighters in. Oh, okay. So I was watching all the interviews and stuff of the people who got in. Um, and then I just drove over here and just chill out and then hopefully hit a few balls before my match. But if I'm playing a big tournament, I'll be up early and I'll go to the gym and I'll try and just keep myself away from everybody, you know? Yeah. How important do you think that is for the sport, the being presentable, having a personality, being on social media, doing interviews? How important do you think that is to grow the game? Listen, if you don't, if you want to make something from yourself, I, I really say if you if you can talk to people and you've got a good way of speaking and you come across good, I think you can make it in anything you do, you know? If you present yourself well enough, I think opportunities will arise. Absolutely. And um, I don't think there's a lot of pool players that have that in them. They're very shy, quiet. Um, right. You know, they they just wait on things to they happen. They uncomfortable with, with stuff like that. Yeah, but I feel like if I went over and asked this guy right in front of us who I don't even know, like, give me 20 bucks, he might say no. Right? <laughs> but he might say yeah because you'll never know until you ask, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the whole thing so when i was younger and i was getting into the game i would go around to every single booth in this place when it used to be packed and i'd play and show them what i got you know what i mean so eventually people were like oh you know they you start taking to... notice hey like kamui i never I, I only knew kamui through coming here and i ended up getting sponsored by kamui from coming to this event years and years ago like 2015. well but you you gotta you check off a lot of boxes though it's not just like the style of play and and the level at which you play at it's it's your character it's how you come across like on the moscone cup and and having personality and yeah of course like when i go to a tournament i'll talk to anybody i don't i'm not other players are scared to like they'll just keep themselves to themselves <laughs> and they're like you walk past them and they look at you as if they're scared to say something to you and then when you say something to them there's like i think the polish guys now they're all really nice but before it was hard to them you know because of the the other stuff yeah. so now when you see them we have fun with them but before you would see them and they would be like <laughs> and now it's like fist pumps and talking english you yeah. know so they're learning well yeah. that, you know that's a great thing about this this sport right is that you know i i tell people all the time you guys are approachable more so than golf or any other top athlete out there you can't get close to them but here you can literally come watch your match and afterwards give you a fist pump and say hey great job jason you know, and, and uh, I think hundred percent. And I feel like, I feel like even if pool was as big as them, those other like sports, I think I'd still be the same person. You know that? I really do. I, I that that doesn't. People always come up to me and say, "Oh man, you're my favorite player. I'm gonna take a picture of you. I watch you all the time. You inspire me." And I'm like, "Say, oh, man, I'm just another dude. All <laughs> I do is play pool, man. You know, that's it." Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, but." You know, you're like famous, and I'm like, well, not really. You know, if I walk down the street somewhere, nobody know who I was. Yeah. <laughs> Until you walk into the room, huh? You know, but if you like walk into a room, there were those players, and people know. Then I get it. But if LeBron James or somebody else walks down the street, people know who they are. You know, there's only a pool community, but, it, but it's gotta be. You know? Like the players have a responsibility, I think, to make themselves available yep. and, to, and to put in that that effort, I think, to help grow the sport. The problem is with social media, it's so um, so like 
cutthroat as well, should I say again, yeah. because you could be good on there, but people just, you know, can get to you in a certain way, and players can't de- players can't deal with that. You know that I I love it when someone makes a comment about me on Facebook. I like their comment. I I, I go like it <laughs> just to, to make them know that I already know that I'm laughing at them. Yeah, I don't even know these people, and they're talking. Oh, he's a dick, and oh, sorry for my language, no, but he's this and he's that, and I'm like, I never met this guy in my life. But then two years le- like later, I'm up there at the bar and we're all drinking, and then I see a post from <laughs> these like four or five people saying, "Oh, this show guy's awesome to hang out with." And I'm like, "Well, come and spend a night with me. You'll yeah. see that I'm ho- awesome to hang out with." Like it just it, it, it's it's the oh. internet trolls, you know, people but, that do it. But that's what players don't do a lot of social media because they get bashed you know but the yeah. main thing is that they're watching right yeah. whether or not yeah. they want to go and see you lose or want yep. to see you fall or lose to shane or whatever yep. as long as they're watching then everybody wins 100 percent. i love when people say oh my god i hate this guy i can't wait to see him get beat so bad and then they're like watching the match you know like <laughs> yeah. if you hated me that bad i won't I've had, i don't like someone i ain't watching yeah all right i just got a i just got a text from sean damani how was that chip so I haven't ate the chip. What? No, I didn't eat it, right? <laughs> this is this is my plan. I took it to my pool room and I'm trying to get someone to eat it on video so we can pay them. <laughs> so we nearly had one guy the other night where he had $150, three of us $50 each, and he was so close to eating it. And I should have brought the chip in alone when I brought the box in and he seen the warning sign on the oh. back. He was started panicking. <laughs> So he was like, oh, I'm not going to do it. He's like, you eat some and I'll eat some. And I'm like, I'm not eating any of that. He knew he was in a bad yeah. game there. Yeah, I, I watched um, I watched like three guys that were like bodybuilders. And All right, Sean, so, so bring another one and we'll put Jason on the spot. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't mind spicy food, but I've watched a few videos. I think Yo, if that, I, that thing looked rough, though. I think if I, if I got that, I think I'd end up something in my tummy. Which, <laughs> yeah. You know, i seen some guy got like, Blood spitting up blood and stuff. Oh no, yeah, we oh. won't mess with that. Yeah. By the way, we're having such a great conversation here. I think everybody missed the fact that Al K just missed the ten ball there. It wasn't a super easy shot, but it wasn't terribly hard. You'd expect him to well, miss it. He hung it there. These are two guys that we might see in December. If, if you had to pick your team, Jason Shaw's team, who's going out there with you? I'd just pick the same five from last year. Yeah, even though we haven't seen Kachi all year. It's, uh, to be honest, we he's had a bad role. It's sure. unbelievable. You can't, yeah, you can say obviously he's not been here. So, yeah, somebody else could get in for sure. Um, me, I think, should be same five. If not, then might be one one change somewhere. Uh, but there's still a long way to go. Well, I think you're as good as a lock because you're MVP. Reigning I, MVP. Mate, do you know what? That doesn't really matter because Chris Mellon was MVP and he never got back in the team. Well, right? Good but, but, it's different now. It's a different day and age, different yeah. kettle of fish to now. And it's in London. Have Have you all heard any news as to when they expect to have the full team announced by? I, I don't know. I would my, my guess would be that after the US Open, because that's Matchroom's last um, event. Yeah. event. Yeah. So after that, I think they'll go with the, the first person after Albin on the rankings, which probably be filler. Right now it's filler? Right, so I, I would guess. Right, so if it's filler, then filler's in, and then they got three wild cards. So you, and then uh, Al. No, Albin's already yeah, in. Yeah, Albin. So, so it would be me, filler, and Albin, and then Fedor and Kachi. Fedor and Kachi, or uh, 
who knows like yeah, if a Alex european if a european wins the yeah if a european wins the the us all then it'd, it'd, be, it'd be hard to, de to deny them a chance they'll get in it's automatic yeah. but you know what like i said there's a long way to go so will a european win the us Open? yeah me there you go my man i'm i'm coming but i'm i'm due to win something again i just i know i'm i'm due, i know i'm due to win something i can feel it i took i had a little for a little while there man i was i just couldn't be bothered doing anything i couldn't be bothered playing pool because i was at the pool room so long i had no time to practice and when i had time i was tired so i was like man I, and then when i went to to europe to play those tournaments that stuff was going on with the pool room man, and i was on the phone 24 7 trying to get it fixed and i just it was just weird i hadn't practiced that was going on and i just felt like i was all over the place you know i think sometimes as fans we think of you guys as robots that you don't have real lives no, and stuff happening behind the scenes and so like trying to play good pool when you have your business you know suffering with that type of thing or family issues or whatever you guys are real people too you yeah know, like, you have to manage that so that that's exactly listen i'm not gonna say you know i'm i'm honest what i'm saying that I, I was genuinely i was like i wasn't depressed i was just like all over the place you it know was what a mean? Lot. i had like anxious i was like had heavy shoulders man i was like so much i was thinking about everything that could go wrong you know what i mean like i was just it was weird um because i just put all the money into the pool room now it's closed and i've got like and i'm not there to, to do anything i can't get on it so i was just all over the place and then after that i was supposed to come home three weeks later and i ended up staying for nearly two months i was supposed to fly home and i woke up and i'm like i need i need some more time you know what yeah. i mean i was like i can't go back right now so i stayed in europe and i was traveling about doing stuff with the kids and my wife seeing my family and that and i didn't play pool and then the last before i left i was like i should just play this gd9 you know even though i haven't played oh by the way I, he snaps it off yeah. i could pick up some money you know what i mean <laughs> so i go there in my first match i win nine zero i break and run five games and i'm like i'm like i'm gonna win i just had that like just and that gave me like confidence right there so that got me back on the ball and i'm like well, I, that'll, that'll springboard yeah. you into the rest of the season well it just it got me going so then i came back and i'm she's like you're going to a bar table tournament and i'm like <laughs> yeah and i'm she's like you've not you told me you would never play oh again. the one in maryland right yeah, yeah and yeah. i'm like i'm i'm going i'm gonna go win like i had that i had that like little thing back buzz you know when yeah. i go to tournaments i tell them before i go now i'm gonna go win the tournament i'll see you when i come back yeah. just see, tell my dad that all the time what people can't see is the look in Jason's eye when when Joey asked them who's gonna win, and when Jason responded <laughs> with me, he's got this look of determination and self belief that's just inspiring. No, it's honestly, mate. Like I, I really feel like for a while there, I just never did anything, and I put myself in a position where I was trying to find my game while I was playing yep. instead yeah. of already practicing before and not worrying about anything, and I had all that like just in my mind i was playing and i'm like i might miss this it takes you know, <laughs> you know it, it it takes work look at alex yeah. right now alex is struggling from what we've seen alex, you know, alex, yeah. There's, yeah there's times where you look at alex and it's like you know he's, he's top top in the world and then you see him now and he seems to be struggling a little bit so he's got to go back to the lab and work on things you know yeah, and i think he, people he, forget that you guys have so much natural talent they kind of forget the fact that there's times you need to go back and work on some things yeah, you definitely need to work on things i think with alex a little bit different i think alex is at that stage in his life now where 
you know, he's he's done it all. He's gambled as with as many people as possible, right. and, and I feel like now the games, the games got too tough. There's too many good players, so for him to win or to do what he has to do to 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 win a big tournament, he has to play his best pool ever. You know, he can't let up any mistakes because now there's so many young players that yeah. it's so tough. You got to like you got to put in the hours, you know and I think now there's a new breed of players, um, and I think with the older generation guys, as you're like Ralphs, you know, your Mikas, your Thorstens, your Darrens, all those guys, Johnny, Rodney, all all of them guys, you don't see them anymore, do you? Really? No. See Thorsten and Ralph, and that's still kicking about, but <laughs> no, I'm genuinely yeah. being honest, not that they yeah. can't win. Right. Yeah. You know, you know they can still win big tournaments. They've they've done it before. They've been on the big stage. They know how to there's handle so many it. Guys coming. But there's just so many young players now that the talent's so good that it overrides anything that they can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's what I think anyway. Because you just look at some of the age of the players out there that are already winning big tournaments. It's just it's mad. Um, they can't even buy a beer. So yeah, it's gonna. um, There's definitely pools, definitely on the up. Um, So, what do you think about Judd Trump winning the US? What do you think? That's what I want. I hope I draw him first round. Um, (laughs) I do. I hope I draw him. I want to play him. Why not? I'd listen. If I if I went and played snooker, I'd get smashed all over the place. I I might knock in a few breaks here and there, right? But over a long distance or a, a race to nine, I'm gonna get drilled, right? If if you're playing him, do you want to win nine zero? Right, of course I do. <laughs> but if I'm playing him at pool, the problem with pool is the way it's set up, he's got a chance. You know what I mean? Like on snooker, it's it the, the way the game's set up, you got to play good to win, right? Yeah. You got to come with good shots. You got to deliver a good stroke yeah. every time. You can put nine bad strokes on the ball on the pool table and the wobbling going yeah so he's not going to struggle with that he's going to struggle with jumping breaking and yeah. kicking that's what it's all going to come down to so if i play him if i play him then obviously i'm going to come out fighting he's going to come out fighting but I, if it comes down to safety and that he's not going to he's You're not going to be torture him. he's not going to be any top pool player in the come to the safety and kicking side he might play okay safeties he's got a good touch in that yeah. but with the throw of the english on the queue and the deflection and all that stuff he's gonna he's gonna struggle a bit but i'd love to play i'd love any any player would love to have the do you, chance do you to think play. it's good for a pool like do you think it'll, it'll get more eyes watching it yeah i think it will um yeah for, I, I definitely think it'll attract more people but the question is how long can he stay in the tournament yeah you know <laughs> well i don't think it'll be very long if he's got jason shaw in his bracket well it'll be funny if he draws like filler or svb first round <laughs> on myself only you got that kind of luck because every time there's a major going on listen it's... forget about it the last the last like four majors that have been at matchroom for getting like singles events forget yep. about it the draws are horrendous i draw filler twice yeah um i draw him here the world 10 ball last 16 play perfect and lose and then go and play um, U.S. Open too. U.S. Open last 16. Um, I played him at the Derby. Uh, he stayed with me for a month, and then we went to the Derby, and I played him first, first round of the 10-foot the, the ten, ten ball, and he beat me. I'm like, I'm like I've just been beating you for a couple of weeks, <laughs> and now you beat me in the tournament. Oh, um, so. Well, we appreciate you spending a little time with us. Yeah, I got to go. I got 15 minutes to my match. Go yeah. give him hell, buddy. Well, yeah, we nice, appreciate it, Jason. Nice speaking with you guys. Uh, you are doing a good job over here, man. Thank Thanks, you. Man. Appreciate it, Jason.